When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back for another video. In this video, we're going to look at the best transfers for Game Week 2 and beyond using projected points courtesy of FPL Review. This is a weekly series throughout the entire season, so make sure you're subscribing. The Fantasy Football Scout members' benefits just got even better and all for only a few quid a month. All the data tables I use for my videos are public for your use. The season ticker tool, essential for spotting good fixture runs and rotations. Player comparison for when you're weighing up some potential transfers. And they've just partnered up with Plan FPL to have your team rated each week with Opta Data. It costs you less than a coffee per month. Click the link below to try it out. I can't recommend it enough as a member for six years myself. It also supports the channel, so hit the link in the description now. So let's start off with the goalkeepers. And before we go through each position, it should be emphasised that just because you got a transfer, it doesn't have to be spent. Rolling a transfer into Game Week 3 will leave you in a more powerful position. But nonetheless, with the goalkeepers in particular, the projections are also helpful when you're looking at which player to start if you've got two. Liverpool are home to Bournemouth in Game Week 2, so as such, Alisson tops the projections this week, 4.4 points, followed by Martinez with Villa home to Everton, and they'll be looking for a big improvement on their Game Week 1 result. Many of you picked up Turner as your backup goalkeeper, and he's joined third on the projections with Ramsdale this week on 3.9, so this is your week to start him. That said, there is basically nothing between Turner and Ramsdale, Edison and Sanchez, so if those are your goalkeeper pairings, it is negligible, and you could start either. However, the likes of Anana, Flecken and Johnston drop off the projections this week, so Turner is the one to start in that situation. Very unlikely that any of you are looking at goalkeeper transfers, unless you're on an early wildcard, so let's move on. On to the defenders then. An unpredictable Gemic 1 among the defenders. Varane with 14 top, Wan-Bissaka with 12 and Dezassi with 11. Chilwell did impress however, got an assist and he had a goal ruled offside and he is among the top projections. And he is the first defender to rise this season, now 5.6 mil. There were also a few surprises with Gabriel benched for the first time in 73 games and Stones and Diaz not in the Man City squad that faced Burnley. As a reminder, hold your transfers until after the Super Cup. Man City face Sevilla on Wednesday night. So a popular question this week will be what to do if you've got Gabriel Stones or Diaz. My expectation is that Gabriel will return to Arsenal starting 11. It looked like a tactical decision based on the opponent and based on Arteta's comments. However, Chilwell continued the form of pre-season, playing like a winger for parts of the game. You can delay the transfer one week and make it in Game Week 3 in my eyes. The Stones and Diaz situation will depend on Pep's comments later this week in his press conference. I believe that Stones did travel for the severe game, but Diaz didn't. If there's any indication of either missing out again, then the Chilwell transfer is the one this week. James is someone that we've not mentioned much. Review actually marginally favoured him this week. Chilwell impressed me more, but the double up's absolutely viable the fixtures now turn in. If I were to pick between the two, it'd be Chilwell, but I am looking at the double up from Game 3 onwards. James did go off early against Liverpool, but Pochettino did say it was just tiredness. With Chilwell's rise in popularity, the double-up is something to strongly consider. James does have a really poor injury record though, which is one reason to consider Colwell at 4.5 instead, albeit a far less explosive option. So Trent is top of the projections this week and by some stretch, 5.7 points for the Bournemouth game. Last season this fixture ended 9-0 to Liverpool. I'm sure we won't see the same again, but after an underwhelming game it won for Trent owners, it's an exciting one next. 
If you're a Robertson owner, this week is one to keep hold of him as well. Selling to Chilwell or James can wait a week. Bulldog misses out with 3.2 points projected, but he is the top of the formal defenders this week, and depending on his availability, it is a week where he's potentially playable for the fixture against Forest. Man City were Game Week 1's best performers for expected goals conceded, just 0.33 against Burnley. Palace was second with 0.51 xGC. And very impressively, Nottingham Forest managed to come third in the league of Game Week 1 against Arsenal away, 0.83 xGC. Sheffield United was second worst in the league for expected goals as well. Good reading for the Turner owners, albeit a one-week sample size. Luton fed worst with 4.01 xGC in Game Week 1. On to the midfielders, and as expected, Salah comfortably top in the league this week with 7.6 projected points against Bournemouth. If he's in your team, you have to captain him really. If you're not going to captain him home to Bournemouth, then when are you? He was brought off around the 75th minute against Chelsea, which was surprising, and he looked absolutely furious coming off. It looked like Klopp was happy enough to take the draw, which is probably the reason for the sub, and he was having a quieter second half to be fair. The Arsenal mids remain among the top projections this week. If you're loaded up with two mids, it's encouraging reading. Rashford's projected 4.7 points and Bruno with 4.4 just misses out on making the table. It was a surprising performance from both sides on Monday night. Man United looked really off it, but Wolves also surprised by playing far better than expected, especially given Lopetegui's departure a matter of days before the season kicked off. Man United are up against Spurs this week. Despite their blanks, holding on to Rashford and Fernandes looks sensible. Spurs look very leaky at times, as they did in pre-season. Could be a recurring theme under Postacoglu, which should lead to some really entertaining matches though, particularly Game Week 2 with two attacking teams. Son is marginally ahead of Richarlison and Madison this week, but watching the game, he actually impressed me the least of the three last game week. Early impressions are that Madison will be the best of the three, top in the league for expected assists in Game Week 1 by the way, with 0.95 XA. However, Richarlison is playing out of position striker and he is cheaper, so if that continues, this one could easily sway back in his favour. The 6.5mm mids got off to a good start overall in Gemic 1. Mbumo, Diaby, March, Matoma and Barnes all returning. If you're an Eze owner, the best replacement on paper is Mbumo, but given Eze another week or two is absolutely fine. He was excellent in Gemic 1, racking up over 1 XGI, unlucky not to get anything if you owned him. His 8 shots taken top in the league by the way in Gemic 1. Again, all these stats are from my public tables in the scout members area, so check them out and make your own if you wish. On to the forwards then, and with Man City home to Newcastle, Haaland's top with 6 projected points. So Salah somewhat ahead of the projections this week with 7.6. If you're not a Salah owner, then it feels pretty straightforward this week for captaincy. Though as always, on the community tab of my channel, we will do a captain poll every week. But just to reiterate the point at the start of the video, wait until after the Super Cup before doing anything. Let's see what Haaland's involvement is, and of course it's always good to hold your transfers when there's midweek football, just in case the worst happens and a player gets injured. Newcastle looked very good in Game Week 1, so this should be a great game. In the same fixture last season, Haaland picked up one assist at home to them, and in the away game he scored. The worst of Aston Villa's fixtures are out of the way now, Watkins projected 5 points this week, and if you own him, you can be happy enough to still have gotten a return in Game Week 1. The Watkins and Mbumo combination actually scored the same as Matoma and Jao Pedro, with the latter being the fixtures playing Game Week 1. A one-pointer for Jackson owners in Game Week 1, but despite that he's absolutely a hold, he racked up 1.1 expected goal involvement, he took 4 shots, 2 on target and he created 3 big chances. Early impressions are very good despite the blank and he'll emerge as a very popular transfer in Game Week 3 I assume. If you're a Darwin owner, do you sell? 
If I had him in my team, I would keep hold this week. First of all, as we said, it's Bournemouth at home. He was benched in game week one, but there is still a chance he comes into the starting 11 this week. And if he doesn't, we also need to bear in mind the additional stoppage time this season. Someone coming on the 60th minute could often get 40 minutes on the pitch, for example. If he disappoints against Bournemouth, then Jackson home to Luton in game week three is a logical play. Well done to all the Jao Pedro owners, a 7-pointer from the 5.5 mil forward in game week one. Is he worth a transfer in now though? His appeal is a bit reduced now that he's had the Luton game out of the way. Brighton have Wolves, West Ham, Newcastle and Man United in their next four. You might be better off looking at Jackson now. Those currently on Jao Pedro may end up moving him on in a couple of weeks anyway, so you can get back ahead of the curve by looking at Jackson or Watkins. Later this week I'll be running through my Gamic 2 team and plans, and more importantly we'll catch up with the experts for their plans. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.